Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tactical Friday. You heard from him this past Monday, and we are welcoming Brendan back to tell us the best way to become a more efficient, more tactical speaker in the world. Brendan, welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, Zach. It's always great to be here. And so I am super excited because this is where uh, we were kind of laughing. Um, we didn't really get into the tips and tricks of the trade. So I really want to give the opportunity for the audience to hear what are the tips, the tricks, the way to actually become this effective communicator, a speaker? What would you recommend people to start doing? Absolutely. So, so I think a good way to start is let's start with the principle, the mindset around communication, and then let's start digging into the tactics. So the first piece is the core problem, which is whenever we think of the word public speaking or communication, the language associated to that is negative stress, anxiety, no thanks, bored, I don't want to do this. And that's the core issue. If we don't fix the languaging around communication first, we're not going to be motivated to communicate better and to work on this skill. So I have a question that breaks all of those negative thoughts. And the question is, how would the world change if you were an exceptional communicator? If you were a top 1% communicator industry, if you were one of the best in the world at what you do, how would the world be different? I really want you to spend some time describing that world for us. How do people feel in that world when they're around you? What are people doing in that world? And the more granular and specific you are about that answer, the more motivating it is. Because most of us, Zach, we dream about our vacations. We dream about our families, about the big houses we want to buy, the cars we want to get. But how many of us dream about our communication skills? That's really the core from a mindset perspective. And that's the core principle. When you're able to successfully say, you know what? I actually want to master communication for my wife. And it's like, oh, why is that? Oh, because I want, her, I want to travel with her around the world and speak English properly and communicate so that I can show her the world. That's a good reason. It doesn't need to be you want to be the next Simon Sinek or the next Gary Vaynerchuk, but you need to be clear on why you want to master communication. Because at the end of the day, communication is everything from the relationships you have with yourself to the ones you have with everyone around you. So that's probably principle one. The first one, which is more of a question back to you, is this idea of how do you structure presentations? So I have a method called puzzle. Public speaking is like a jigsaw puzzle. You know those kid, those toy things we used to play as kids? So if I asked you, Zach, if you're working on a puzzle, it's not a trick question, don't worry. And you're working on this with you know, your family or people around you. Which pieces would you start with first and why? Oh, this is such a trick question because when I say the border pieces, now you start with those corner pieces, right? You get the corner pieces and you work your way across to the next corner. Right. So what's the rationale for you? For me, it sets the, uh, the frame. It helps frame the rest of the picture. Right. So it sets the frame and then we work our way towards the middle. Absolutely. So now the question is, why don't we do that in public speaking? Right. Every single time we do a presentation, we do the opposite. We start with the middle first. We shove a bunch of content. We get to the presentation and it sounds something like this. You just ramble throughout the whole thing. You get to the last slide and it, uh, yeah, so 
thanks. And that's the presentation. Whereas the key to mastering is understanding how to practice communication, which is do it like a puzzle. Start with the edges first. Practice your introduction 50 times, not five times. Do it 50 times. 50 seems like a big number, but it actually isn't because your introduction is a minute or two. This will take you like an hour. Do the same thing with the conclusion. What's a great movie with a terrible ending? Last time I checked, terrible movie, all right? Same thing, 50 times the close, do the same thing. And then you'll look at your presentation and go, wow, my introduction, my conclusion is really solid. And it's with that confidence and that motivation that you tackle the middle. But remember, much like a jigsaw puzzle, if you're working on a thousand piece puzzle, who does that on their own? Nobody I know. And for some reason, we're all in this mindset that, oh, when I have a presentation to do, I have to work on it alone. I have to do this on my own. Well, no, you don't have to do this on your own. Get a team together, get a group of friends, colleagues to give you feedback on your speech or get a speech coach, but get somebody to work on this with you so it's actually an enjoyable process. So that's probably the next piece, which is puzzles. The next tactic after that, oh, before go ahead, you, Yeah, I was about to say, before you jump too far into that next one, um, it's an interesting piece because it, I love how you framed that, as we say, the frame of the puzzle, right? Because it's when I create presentations, my, I, I started as more of an instructor. So, you know, when you look at an instructor, it really has like learning objectives you want to break across. Where do you want the audience to go, right? You're taking them on a journey, you're guiding them through this journey, and there has to be a little bit of this story arc, right? Where you have that beginning and end point. So I like that you framed it like that, because I think that's really key is you have to understand when you're creating a speech, when you're creating a presentation of some sort, you have to understand where you want people to go in the audience. What do you want them to take away from it? And I think that applies to content. Similarly, when you're talking about a decade's worth of content on Monday, that kind of has that same piece. So you, you're trying to guide people to this goal, right? Absolutely. And it's a lot easier to do. You know, I think for me, the, the, the key is like, what's the easiest win? How can we start building momentum? Because for most of us, Zach, public speaking, much like most things in life, is largely a mindset issue rather than a tactical one. It's getting over that mindset piece and really focusing on, wow, I haven't had a win in my communication in such a long period of time. And I got it so quickly, like an introduction. Imagine what else I could do with my communication. Then everything expands. Right? So I love that. Awesome. I love it. Hit us with that next tip. Yeah, of course. So the next tip is around mirroring. So let me all give you a scenario. Feel free to close your eyes for this one if you want, or just listen to the scenario. So the scenario goes something like this. Let's say you wake up in the morning right, and you're getting ready for work. So you go into the bathroom and you look at yourself in the mirror. And in that mirror, you'll notice two different reflections. Reflection number one is someone who sounds like this. Wow, today is going to be an amazing day. I get to have dinner with Zach. I get to spend time with his family. I get to travel the world. I get to go to my work and meet all my friends. Today's an amazing day. So how are we showing up with that? We're showing up with positivity. And that positivity infects everyone else around us. People feel better around us when they talk to us. And that is the energy that we parlay. But then... Some days we wake up to version two, to reflection number two, which sounds something more like this. This day sucks. 
I got to talk to Zach all day, see his family. No offense to Zach's family. I'm sure his family is amazing. And then after I've just spent all day with my coworkers, oh, it's so bad. But also that reflection, that energy, that negativity gets reflected onto everyone else around you. So what's the punchline? The punchline is the reflection that you see in the mirror is what you are. Because as speakers, we are mirrors. We reflect our own emotions onto the people that we speak to. So the only question that matters for this tip is which emotion are you going to choose? Are you going to choose boredom like most speakers? Or are you going to choose excitement, calmness, and more importantly, especially in these times, reassurance? And I'll leave that choice up to you. That's number two, is how to mirror effectively. And a lot of that has to do with that inner that inner voice, right? That inner conversation, inner retort, and even, not even, especially in the public speaking world, the professional speaking world, when you're putting yourself out there, those negative conversations, that negative self-image, that that internal conversation that's consistently going on is going to be one thing that, like you talked about on Monday, just record a video. It doesn't matter if it's a terrible video, a great video, but that limiting piece is what keeps people from recording that initial video, right? How do you help people overcome that? Where's the tip there of like, this is how you get past that limitation of, I don't have anything to say, or I don't know how to say it or whatever that may be. Yeah, absolutely. And, and on that topic, what I'll say is this is related a lot to the idea of imposter syndrome, right, Zach? Because you're, you're, you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't have the expertise to share something. I don't know if this is something that's valuable. So here's what I always say in response to that, that is related to to the question you asked, which is what does expertise even mean? What does expertise even mean? So I'll give you a quick analogy. Where do you live again, Zach? Can you give me your city again? Down in Atlanta. Atlanta, love it. So let's say I came to Atlanta, right? Different scenario. And I asked you, you know, what should I do in this city? You might say, well, Brenda, you should check out these restaurants. You know, I've been here for a few years. You check this place out. This place is great. And you'll get a lot out of it. But you're not the expert of your own city. Your parents didn't invent Atlanta. Your dad probably isn't the mayor of Atlanta or your parents, either or. Right? It's the same way if you came to my city, Montreal, and you said, hey, Brennan, I'm in Montreal for a week. What should I do? I'll probably tell you, hey, you should uh, check this, uh, this place out. This restaurant's great. Go see these areas. But I ain't the expert of the city. Even if I lived in the city for a long time, I didn't invent it. My dad isn't the mayor of Montreal. And that's the point I want us to drive. Expertise is interesting because there's some areas of expertise where we don't really have it, but we share the information like directions to a city. But when it comes to our own expertise, like the thing we've honed for five, 10 years, oh, we're, we're nervous to share that now. Why is that? Because we need to understand what expertise actually means, which in my opinion, simply means being one chapter ahead of the next person. So in the same way, you can teach me a lot about podcasting or how to build real estate businesses. And there's a lot I can learn from you that I should probably be taking notes on. 
instead of me answering the questions, frankly. But the other side is also true. Maybe there's something that Zach can learn from me on communication, how to start a YouTube channel. And that's really what expertise means, being that one chapter ahead of the next person. So whenever you're creating content, whenever you're sharing an idea on a camera, the biggest mistake people make is they generally think everyone's going to listen to this stuff. But the truth is that's not going to happen. And the second thing is it shouldn't happen because your content isn't for everyone. It's only for the people who are a step behind you. And that's why the tip on this is start by serving the people you're comfortable serving first. I didn't start with C-suite executives. Like even I pinch myself, Zach, sometimes when I look at my client list and I go, holy crud, like how did that happen? Like my oldest client is 57 years old, right? Like how did that happen? But it didn't start that way because I would have been super nervous coaching those individuals. I started Master Talk, right? My YouTube channel for the 15-year-old girl who couldn't afford me. Don't you find it odd that I started my YouTube channel at 22 years old and I coach people who have worked in their companies longer than I've been alive? If anyone has imposter syndrome, if anyone didn't want to share their ideas, it's probably me. But I did it not for the executives, but for the 15-year-old girl who couldn't afford my services. That's who I started with. And then I started coaching people my own age. And then I started coaching people a bit older than me. And then bit by bit, little by little, now I coach you know, other people now. But that's the key, it's a process. But most people don't start with the first person. And there's another great quote on this. I guess I keep dropping quotes today. Uh, by, by the son of Mo Gadet, who is the, the author of the book, Solve for Happy. He says that when you help one person, the world gives you permission to help everyone else. So I encourage you to start with that one person. And then like my YouTube channel, one will turn into two, two will turn into four, and then the rest is history. Man, I absolutely love that quote. I have not heard it before. That is powerful. That's impactful, man. And I love how you framed being an expert in that capacity. Because I've always looked at, um, for you for an example, as a communicator and a speaker, you're an expert because you know and you're capable of more than 99% of the rest of the world, right? And that's how I've really framed when um, I used to, back in the law enforcement days, that's kind of how they explained a subject matter expert to me. I could go testify as a subject matter expert in court because I knew more than 99% of the rest of the world, right, in this limited capacity of different topics. And I, I love how you frame that as being one chapter ahead and then making I wrote this down it's the content you're creating starts with the people that are the step behind you because those are the people that are going to be seeking out how do I get that next step forward that just it makes so much sense it's funny that I've never heard somebody say that I love that man that's that's powerful I appreciate it brother yeah man here to serve and that's the key what it's, it's all a mind frame when you change the frame the, the perspective to, to your point is, is what changes the way that you explain that outcome. So I completely agree with you, man. Yeah, so give us, you have one last tip for us. We're, we're winding down on our time. Give us one more tip, one more golden nugget that you'd say, this is, this is the, uh, the golden goose right here. <laughs> so before we get to the last tip, here's something, you know, as a speech coach, I need to give a disclaimer on, which is the following. Don't just write this stuff down, people. You know, coincidentally, the best way to speak is to speak. You know, some of you might be listening and go, wow, Brent is pretty good at this podcasting. It's not that I'm great, people. I've just done this hundreds of times. When I did it the first podcast, it was probably more like somebody would say, hey, Brent, where does the fear of public speaking come from? I go, uh, uh I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so don't listen to my first better. episode. Don't ever go back right. and listen to episode one. <laughs> no, it's terrible. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's horrible, right? And, and if you don't believe me, go watch my first videos on YouTube. That's why I leave them up. So the key is really to speak. Don't just write down the question. How would the world change if you're an exceptional communicator? Answer the question. Don't just go into the other tips like, oh, I should think about my puzzles and my presentations. Actually apply it. Sit down with yourself and say, okay, let's do the intro. Okay, let's do the conclusion. Oh, wow, I'm actually getting better. Brendan's actually saying something that makes sense. And then do the middle. And then the third piece right around the camera is don't just write down the imposter syndrome analogy of I'm comfortable serving and just make a video and serve that one person. You don't even have to make the video public, make it private, send it to that one person. If you do all those things, you'll be great. Here's the last bonus tip that I'll give, which is called the random word exercise. So the random word exercise is pretty simple. All you have to do is you pick a random word. It could be light bulb or wife or basement or a floor or something like that. And you make a presentation out of thin air. So I'm happy to do a quick demonstration if you want, Zach. You want to give me any word that it, that I can understand, obviously. Any word. Yeah. Oh, well, you know we're gonna have to go tactical naturally. Sure, I love it. Sure. So, so let me. So now, so Zach didn't give you this word before the interview. So now I have to do a presentation out of thin air with the word tactical. So here I go. In leadership, there are a lot of aspects that will make you successful: empathy, the ability to lead others. But even if you have the right team and they're bought into what you do, if you don't have the tactics, the tactical style of leadership to figure out what are the right steps to get to the right destination, you won't get there. So the next time you lead with a vision, the next time that you're thinking bigger and the next time you want to achieve something amazing with your life, which I believe is right now, don't just think about the people on that team. Think about how you can empower them with the right tactics, the right strategies, the right steps so they can all be successful so that you can be a tactical leader. Oh, man, you're hired. I mean, I'm sold. I mean, something, <laughs> something. We'll go with that. <laughs> Something's sold. We don't really know what it is. But, but the point I want to drive here is don't compare yourself to me. I've done this exercise 3,000 times, and I'm not exaggerating that number. I've literally done it 3,000 times, I'm kind of like a slave on podcast where I always have to keep doing it to show my credibility. But start with the first time you do the exercise. Okay, at the beginning, you might, it might sound something like this. Uh, yeah, so tactical is uh, like a verb and it allows, and then over time, when you get to the 10th time, like, oh, I can tell a story the 100th time. And then you'll have fun with it. And that's the key. Five minutes a day, not five hours, five minutes a day, five times a day. If you do that for a few months, you'll be exceptional at the skill. I'm 100% certain of it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It's huge. And I, I want to highlight another resource where you help people in that capacity, where you have monthly workshops that improve those communication skills. Kind of hit on those workshops before we, before we let you go today. Yeah, absolutely. So we do a free training every few weeks. We do two or three of them every month where me and my business partner do a live 90-minute session where we're literally coaching you. Like I'm not, do it's not like some recorded webinar where you're just listening to this. Like we're literally there and we're doing the random word exercise with you. We're going through a bunch of other steps. Like how do you set communication goals and how do you do effective meetings? So we're going through all of those steps. So if that's something you want to sign up for, we'd love to have you. It's absolutely free and it's super fun. And we have a lot of LinkedIn reviews on people's experiences from attending that training. So join in, have fun. Man, I, I love it. And, and Brendan, let's remind the audience, what's the best way to reach out, find that workshop, find communication from you. And of course the YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. So the YouTube channel is master talk in one word. 
and then you can find that there over on YouTube. And if you want to attend the training or connect with me directly, the best way to do it is LinkedIn. So just go ahead and DM me on LinkedIn and say, hey, I want access to the free training or I just want to connect with you or ask you a question. That's the best way. And the link to the free training, I'm sure you'll post it in the show notes, is also on my LinkedIn profile. Super easy to access. Yeah, I absolutely love it, Brendan. You're the man. I appreciate you communicating so well with the audience today and teaching us the, the tactics attached to becoming just better all around amazing communicators. I appreciate your time, my friend. Likewise. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue, and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.